Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get Or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um First dibs on signing up for a live show. You get episodes with no commercials. You get our video because our video is no longer available on YouTube. It is only on Patreon. And the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows, but also bonus episodes each month. But if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law-splain. I might read a book. (laughs) This is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. damn kardashians <laughs> I, they just are so thirsty they're so thirsty i love them hey y'all this is april and this is caroline Ooh, this is thursday edition bloody happy hour and we're here and so are you and we're so excited um kevin spacey was acquitted of all the charges by the way he is not a sexual assaulter Mm. In case I you want in know. case you want some popcorn corner here. <laughs> we're giving Hollywood it to corner, you. Hollywood. Hollywood corner with popcorn. What about Sinead O'Connor? Sinead O'Connor died. died. Um Nothing, but that was Le- so sad because her son just committed suicide like a little a over year a year ago, and a half yeah, ago. So probably and she it's did. Like she made it a year and a half. And he did it while on suicide watch. Like he escaped the sp- hospital part of the suicide watch and did it man i don't know can't lebron james's son had a heart cardiac arrest heart attack in the middle of a workout or was he did he get a shot i'm sure he's vaccinated i'm sure you got all the boosters and all the vaccines ice cube didn't though no 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. We have UFOs. If you were LeBron James's son, would you still try to continue to play basketball? Yeah. Because you love it, right? Yeah. What was he not? Well, I don't. I don't. Sweepy was just like, I think I would just 
worry about my health and not worry about basketball. It's not like you got to try to make it for your family. And I was like, but he probably just loves it. Okay, but why did he have the heart attack? Enlarged heart, like a lot of the athletes are getting. That's what my aunt died from. Mm. And she was vaccinated and boosted. Mm. Well, well, well. Interesting how, um, you know, Jamie Foxx, I don't know. (laughs) Mm, I ain't say nothing. Mm. Illuminati (laughs) corner here. Illuminati. There's all kinds of corners. Okay. Glad I didn't get boosted. I found this story. uh, Maybe TikTok? In a small town? Not in a small town. (laughs) No. We live in a small town. Oh, I just thought I heard this song recently. (laughs) (laughs) But this is Controversy Corner. (laughs) Controversy Corner. Um, It's a kidnapping story. Oh, I love it. I want to tell you nothing about it because I just want it to unravel. You may know it. I might know it. Sometimes I love it when I'm like, oh, I've heard it. It is. It's all the twists and turns. And so I want to jump into it. Because it may bring up some memories of some other cases that we know about. Mm. Okay, so we're in California, Vallejo or Vallejo, uh, California, yeah, 2015. Vallejo, yeah. Vallejo. And there's a new couple, Aaron Quinn and Denise Husking. Okay. And they've been dating for about seven months. They work together, they're both physical therapists. Now, Aaron was recently engaged, like before he got with Denise, to another PT, but he found out that this, his fiance was cheating on him for two years straight. So they broke up. And when he met Denise, it was like right after a breakup, but they kind of hit it off and they liked it. So they decided to try it. They're not really official, like they're not like girlfriend and boyfriend, but they've been dating for seven months. Okay. Now, Denise was apprehensive because it's like a rebound. Mm-hmm. She oh. was scared to be a rebound, right? Yeah. But she just really liked him. Yeah. Now, they dated and it went well. But one day, Denise noticed that Aaron was not acting normal. Oh. And she decided to look in his phone. Okay. And in his messages, she saw that he was texting his ex fiance. And in these text messages, they were talking about getting back together. Oh, no. So her worst fear was coming to life because, you know, when somebody just gets out of a big relationship, you're wondering, are they going to go back? You know, so she was very hurt. But she was badass because she was like, "Um, I do not deserve this. I'm gone. And she was. And a lot of people don't do that. No, they don't. So they kind of just didn't talk for a little bit and went back and forth. But he was so sorry. He wanted her back. So he was apologizing and apologizing. And about a couple weeks later, she decided to go over there. So it's March 22nd, 2015. Mm-hmm. They had talked earlier that day and they decided they were going to have a talk about it and decide if they can continue their relationship. So she goes and she gets a pizza. And they sit on the couch of his house that he had bought with his previous because he thought they were going to get married and live there. So they talked on the couch 
for hours and hours and hours. And they decide they're going to try it again. That it's mm. going to be hard to regain that trust, but they're going to try it. Mm-hmm. So they both go to bed that night together in his bed, mm-hmm. feeling refreshed oh, why and like s- a new start. Why were they so refreshed? Hmm. Had a good little night. Good. Yeah. They were just like, okay, we're just going to try this. So we're together again. Yeah. Now, the next day about noon, Aaron makes a call to his brother who's in the FBI. And he tells his brother that he was robbed last night and that the robbers took his girlfriend, Denise, stuffed her in the trunk of his car and fled in his car. How did he even know that? They were, he was there. Okay. They were in the same bed together. Okay. Okay. Now his brother's like, what? Call 911. <laughs> and he says, but the robbers told me not to and they set up a camera in my apartment and said that they're watching and that if I call 911 they'll kill Denise. Brother was like, they always say it, call the popos. So he calls 911 reluctantly. And so the police come. And when the police come, he tells them exactly what happens. <laughs> what? I think I I think I do. It's crazy. I love it. Okay, so at 3 a.m., he said that they woke up, him and Denise, to a voice, some infrared lights, and the voice says, this is a robbery. (laughs) Yes. Okay? Yes. Yes. He said the robbers had on wetsuits and masks, and they gave Denise some zip ties and demanded her to tie up Aaron. Oh, you know who has zip ties? <laughs> Sleepy. In their lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> then they're taken into the closet and they put zip ties on her. Her arms and her feet. Yeah. Then they kidnap him too? Okay, go ahead. They put them both into the closet. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they put swim goggles on both of them and the swim goggles are covered like in tape. So they have on goggles, but they can't see because they're covered up oh with, no. with tape. They also put headphones over their ears. Oh, yeah. And they're playing pre-recorded messages oh, on gosh. these headphones. This is the story that Aaron is telling the police, okay? It, the headphone says, you're going to be given a sedative drink, and you should take it. If you don't take it, it's going to be injected in you, so you might as well comply We will not hurt you because this is a financial transaction. But on the recording, they kept using his name, Aaron. Aaron, take this sedative. Aaron, we're not going to hurt you or your partner, okay? Now, they're listening to this in the closet, and then the robbers come back and took them into a new room, and they played another recording in their headphones, this time, it was threats, and it was like an introduction. It was like, we are a group of three men. We call ourselves Ocean Eleven's Gentlemen's Club, and we kidnap and we help people pay debts. And it says, we're going to ask you a series of questions about your personal info, and if you do not answer, we're going to... 
um, like, cut your partner. We're going to burn your partner. Like, they're threatening Denise. Yeah. Okay? So they're asking all these questions about the bank account, about everything. And he's answering because he don't want them to hurt Denise. Well, then they turn around and they say, wait, we got the wrong intel. (laughs) Aaron, does your partner, does Denise right here, does she look like your ex-fiance? Oh, oh, yeah. I got the wrong girl. They kidnapped her. Yes. And um, he was like, yes, they do. They both have long hair. They're both tall. And so then they leave. (laughs) And when they come back and they were like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take Denise for 48 hours. You're gonna f- we're going to give you some instructions, and if you follow our instructions, we'll let her go without hurting you. Oh. So they take Aaron downstairs to the couch. They duct tape his feet together. They put red perimeter of tape around his couch and in areas of the house, and they tell him you're not allowed to leave these perimeters because we're going to set up a camera, and this is a very legit camera where we can see everything that you're doing and we can hear. You're to call in to work in the morning, and you're to text Denise's boss and tell Denise's boss that she will not be in all week. Tomorrow, we want you to make trips to the bank. You're going to make two withdrawals, and you better have your phone the whole time so we can get a hold of you. These were all his demands and all of his instructions. Yeah. And then they were like, are you okay? Are you comfortable? And he says, well, I am kind of cold. And they gave him a blanket. That's nice. <laughs> They're so thoughtful. And now a word from our sponsors. All right, if you love smoothies or if you love your protein in the morning, you need to get you a blend jets. You can do that if going to blendjet.com. If you enter the code BHH12, you get a discount. And let me tell you, these things are portable. They are easy to use. They can fit in your cup holder. You can have it at home or you can have it in your office like I do. Right this morning, I had my blueberry banana one mm, with it? some chia seed. It wasn't chunky or anything? It was very smooth. When I have it in my shaker, it is a little chunky. So this is a great alternative. I love it. It is battery powered. So all you have to do is plug it in every two weeks and the battery never runs down. Oh my gosh. I love battery powered things. Go to Blendjet's and order you a Blendjet and get a discount. Thanks, April, for sharing. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel in 
into your routine. All Laird products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients, and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. So they take Denise, they wrap her up in his comforter, and they put him in the trunk of Aaron's car. So Aaron hears them go outside. He hears the trunk, and his car is leaving, okay? And they left. And by the time they leave, it's 5 a.m. in the morning. Mm -hmm. So he tries to stay awake, but they drug him. So he ends up passing out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. And he wakes up again because his alarm is set at 7 a.m., and he calls into work. Mm. But then he passes back out again. He wakes up at about 1130-ish, and he looks around and realizes it was not a dream. He sees the red tape. He sees the camera. He's still tied up, and his phone is getting messages and emails. He has to go to the bank and make a withdrawal of $8,500, and then another withdrawal of $8,500. And then that's when he panics, and he calls his brother. So this is where we're at. Man, okay. I wish I could go to my bank and withdraw $8,500. A cash advance off the credit card that they knew he had. So it was like, oh, and well. it can't. So I guess if it's over 10000 there's like an alert and it's tracked. So if it's under 10000 it's not tracked. Nobody pays attention. And so they knew to make two separate ad- withdrawals of something under $10,000. Okay. Lovely. So the p- he tells them this story and the police check the house. They unplug the camera, but they also smell that the carpet has been freshly vacuumed and it's clean, so the house smells fresh. And they see beer bottles next to the refrigerator, empty beer bottles. They see a blood stain on his bed sheets, and they notice his car and his comforter on his bed is missing. So, if you're a popo, what are you thinking? Somebody dead. Yeah, but who do you think does it? Did it? Him. Him, obviously, right? Yeah. So they immediately take him in and they make him take off his clothes and see if he has any, yes, DNA on there, whatever. Scratches. And they're questioning him and they question him about his Well, because he sounds real sus and it sounds. What kind of story is this? It's a real sus story. So he tells them, they said, How's your relationship with Denise? Oh, Do you have no. a great relationship? Oh, no. Well, now he has to tell them that they had been broken up. There had been tension in the relationship. But last night, they decided to work it out. Yeah, and they had this real good sex. Real, and went to bed, and it was great. Yeah, she so, got pregnant. Avi, he's the subs- suspect. Oh, number one. They were like, are you sure you're not on drugs? Are you under the influence? And he says, yes. Yes, they, they drugged me. me. Drugs. Are you sure y'all aren't into weird sex things and something went wrong? And he goes, no. Are you sure you're not drunk? There are a lot of beer bottles. Well, it turns out that's his recycle. They were in a box. So that's, he puts them all in there to take them to set them out for recycle. And This is when you don't talk to the police, yeah, people. They accuse him of lying Jock. and killing his wife. Mm-hmm. His e- wife? I'm sorry. Oh, his girl. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Girlfriend. They even call... 
They even ask him if he ever watched the Lacey Peterson documentary. <laughs> this is like all being recorded, and they're like, "What did you think about Scott Peterson? What did you think about story that you?" But you, you know, man, like at what point do you just like you just like bullshit with the police and just talk shit about? And you're like, you know what? I really did really love that one case, and I really did love how they did that and just like mess with them. Or say, yeah, I watched that one and Chris Watts. Yeah, and this yeah. one, and, and then this be one? like, which one did you did y'all watch it? Like, did y'all watch it? Which one did you like? Did what did you think about that? You don't because it, they'll use it against you. You don't say shit. He just sits there. He tries his best to answer the questions, but he cannot like make them happy. That's they <laughs> even call her parents. So they're calling Denise's parents, and they are basically like. Expect the worst. Your daughter's probably dead, and Aaron did it. Oh, good. Yeah. That's so, lovely. I mean, this Vallejo Police Department, they're at the top of my list in professionalism. Mm -hmm. So they asked him if he would take a polygraph test because it's kidnapping. FBI is part of it. And he cooperates because he's like, maybe I just cooperate, and they can move off of me and try to find these. Walmart's yeah. in wetsuits. Well, he failed it. Oh, no. Miserably. And then they were just like, we know you did it. <laughs> this is when he finally lawyers up, oh. which he should have hours uh, ago. 14 days ago. Plus the polygraph, he was under the influence. He had not slept. Like those results would be skewed either way. I'll fill a polygraph in a minute. <laughs> Just if you ask me my date of birth, it. I will fail a polygraph. Yeah. You ask me if I'm a female, I will fail a polygraph. <laughs> you ask me if I have dogs, I will fail. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a good test taker. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. I'm your puzzle pal, and I'm going to tell you about my latest obsession, Wongo Puzzles. These things are the real deal, folks. They're high quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge, but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> and I might still be there. But I got one of these actually for Christmas. I loved it. I did it, and I was so proud of myself. And they have all these cool designs, and you need to go to wongopuzzles.com and use our discount, BHH. You get 10% off, and I really want to know if you'll order one of these puzzles. How would you think about it? Because it's so fun, and I need to order, like, five. Cure hydration. If you are obsessed with your hydration like I am, this may be something good for you. This is something that is so easy Forget about the Gatorade. That just dehydrates you even more. And if you don't like the taste of coconut water, try Cure Hydration. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. This is vegan. It's no added sugars. It's just a little packet you could put in your water. Or if you're really smart during happy hour, you could put it into your Tito's. It is just as effective as an IV drip. And it's you don't not like the taste of water it's not as boring as water not as sugary as the sports drink and if you're an athlete it'll give you the best performance or if you just get brain frog or headaches because you do not stay hydrated brain frog brain fog 
<laughs> the solution right. is cure hydration. So go to that link, enter the code. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. Cure hydration. Well, now it's March 24th. Okay, so it's two days after all this happened, mm-hmm. really one day. And the San Diego Chronicle calls the police because they receive an email with an audio attached to them. And it's a proof of life recording. Oh. Yes. They think he's dead, that she is dead, but now they're able to hear his voice. And it's a it's a recording of Denise talking and She's being specific about what has happened in the news that day so that they can't claim this is probably old, right? So the he, she was like, my name is Denise, and here's today's date, and earlier today a plane went down in the Alps because they, they were just trying to be really specific, I guess. Yeah. This made the police change their tune like a tad, right? So... After that, they call him and the lawyer back, and they give him his cell phone back. They've had his cell phone this whole time. Oh, God. And they were like, well, we need to see. Show us proof of this. We need to see how they contacted you. Show us these messages. Well, he was showing the messages, and the lawyer notices that his phone has been on airplane mode. When he takes it off airplane mode, hundreds hundreds of messages and missed calls and all this stuff starts coming he was not able to get it oh yes i do remember this and so aaron was so pissed at the police because he was like i'm telling you that they're trying to get in contact with me only through my phone and you put it on airplane mode how do you know she's not dead yes 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 okay the emails one of the emails came through at like 7 45 and it says be near your phone at 9 o'clock p.m. We're going to call you with instructions. Oh, no. Yes. More emails, more emails, more messages. The police read them because they were on red, like they were red. Yeah. Did not even acknowledge them, did not follow up on them, like nothing because they already thought that Aaron did it, okay? Now. Oh, hell no. Now they, pu- they interviewed Denise's parents. So Denise's parents have come down. They drove 400 miles from where they live in California. And they were like, tell us about Denise. Has anything bad ever happened to her in her life? And they were like, yeah, she was molested at when she was younger. And the policeman says, oh, gosh. Oh, you know, victims of abuse often create situations where they're the victim again. Because oh. they want to get the attention and relive the experience. They're going to go victim blame right <laughs> off the bat when her daughter's missing. I hope they're fired. I hope all of them are fired. Then he told them, have you ever read the book or watched the movie Gone Girl? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> have you ever heard of Sherry Papini from the future? <laughs> So they were like, what? Carla yeah. Russell. Gone who? girl. Gone girl. And 
48 hours after she went missing, Denise shows up to her parents' house. She's gone girl. 400 miles away. Now, Gone Girl, I might have seen it a long time ago, but oh. basically it's a girl that finds out she's been cheated on and she goes, fakes her own kidnapping and then comes back and acts like a victim. Yeah, basically and she right. rapes herself with the wine bottle. <laughs> so, and she kills Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. At, while she's having sex with him, and she slits his neck. Throat. Oh, well, that goes way, way beyond this. But they were calling her the Gone Girl. <laughs> it's the best movie. <laughs> People have told me to watch it over and over, and I, I always forget about it. Oh, so good. I'm going to go watch it tonight. <laughs> isn't it a long movie? Did you last I don't care. Movie? I will watch the whole thing. I will have a it's date like a night. It's though, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I will, ha- <laughs> I will have a date, it. and I'll be like, hey, Tinder. <laughs> Come on over. We're watching Gone Girl. Gone Girl. <laughs> That's why I'm single. So two days later, who just showed up at their parents' house after going missing for two days? The Gone Girl. Carly Russell did too. <laughs> <laughs> so I found this. I was like, oh, this sounds a lot like Carly Russell. Mm. So she shows up. Now, she says that she was dropped off in an alley, that this, va- this car dropped her off. She still had her goggles on. They told her to count to 10. And when she gets to 10, she could take her goggles off. They leave her with her purse and her overnight bag. When she takes her goggles off, she notices where she's at. She's in an alleyway, but she sees a street, and she recognizes the street as her mom's street. So she walks to her mom's house. She knocks on the door but mom's not there cuz mom's because mom's over at the police station damn police station saying that your daughter did this to herself then she <coughs> walks to her dad's house that's near they're sep- they're divorced mm-hmm. and he lives in an apartment and she goes and she knocks on his door and he doesn't answer either but his neighbor comes out and his neighbor invites her in she goes to the bathroom and he calls the Huntington police oh my gosh now, the Huntington police is not any different from oh, no. the Vallejo you police. You know what? This is why you don't live in California. <laughs> they're they're like, oh, my, my car wasn't charged, so I couldn't make it there <laughs> to the station. <laughs> they, um, she tells them the story. <sighs> and they're like, oh, <laughs> did you ask to leave? <laughs> and she was like, I asked them not to hurt me, and they were like, well, we see you got a person overnight bag. So oh, did the ki- my God. Did the kidnappers pack you a bag, or did you pack a bag? And she even said, they even said, well, were they mean to you? Did they rape you? Did they do anything? And she was like, actually, they're fairly nice to me. I don't know what they look like. I was, you know, my goggles on this whole time. But, and she also said she was not sexually assaulted. Okay. Then she decided that these questions were not benefiting her at all, so she lawyers up, and she leaves, and she takes a flight home to Vallejo. Yeah. When she gets home, she talks to the lawyer. Her And she goes, she ignores the police. Her family ignores, they all go quiet, okay? Yeah. Because they're kind of being treated like they're Sherry Papini. Actually, Sherry Papini at the beginning was treated like she was actually missing. Yeah. 
So they're probably being treated like. Actually, nobody else has done this but them. <laughs> they're not treated like they're wealthy no, white people. They're they're being treated like with no trust. Like their words have no weight. Yeah. Like they're liars from the beginning. They're yeah. not being treated like victims. Yeah. They're being treated like. This is so odd. It's the weirdest story. So. After she gets home, police hold a press conference. Vallejo police hold a press conference, and they say, not Carly, Aaron and Denise (laughs) are no longer victims or witnesses that this situation resembles the movie Gone Girl. It's been a wild goose chase. It's an orchestrated, and it's an orchestrated event. Went public with this. (sighs) And they did not spend one minute looking for a suspect because they did not believe there was a suspect. So now this is national news. National news. Nancy Grace has it. Oh, that's where I must have heard it. She started the Twitter hashtag kidnapping hoax. (laughs) Give me some Nancy. I don't care. She's going to be mad at everybody, but I love her. So when she talks to the lawyer, the lawyer wants to hear her story because she he knows the story but he's like I want to hear it from you he never assumes anybody's innocent or guilty that's why he wants to know the story right yeah and what would be their motive to do this yeah (coughs) well I mean on Gone Girl she did get cheated on yeah but then they but they both (laughs) why would they both be kidnapped (laughs) yeah well he wasn't kidnapped he was still at the house, but they were both tied up. And yeah, 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 yeah. So she rode. She said that she rode in the trunk of Aaron's car for hours and hours and hours, wrapped up in a comforter. She was still had on no goggles, and she still had on headphones, so she couldn't hear anything. When they got to their destination, um, they told her again that, that they were part of a three-man underground team that helped settle debts for others. They call themselves Ocean Elevens. They also said that they wouldn't hurt her. But because they made a mistake and took the wrong girl, they have no guarantees for her. So if it was the ex-girlfriend, they had a way to basically um, blackmail her. Well, they don't have a way to blackmail Denise. So they had to make a way to blackmail Denise. So they said, we're going to have to rape you. If you tell the police that any of us were in the military or that you were raped, I will release this video. So what he did is he raped her, videotaped it, and said that if you tell the police, I will release this on the Internet so they wouldn't believe you. Okay? I know. Then they make her take a shower. So she told police she was not abused in any way. Yes. But she was and now she's raped. she's telling the lawyer. Why, why would it, what would it do if it was released? It would show that she was raped. Well, that's why he had to rape her this a second time because the video didn't look like it was consensual sex. So then he made her kiss him and participate in the act so that it looks like consensual sex and then made her take a shower. She probably liked it, though. Let's be honest. This is probably some hot guy. 
Even though she couldn't see him, he probably had a goodbye. She, she felt his six pack and was like, okay, let's do it again. <laughs> so it still sounds like I'm, oh, I'm, this it does. needs to be a live show um, story because yeah, what are you thinking? It well, sounds, only because like only because I know what uh-huh. is really happened in the end, so I uh. can't say it. I don't want to ruin it. So I don't want to scoop you. She said that she was raped twice, one on video. Then he yeah. said that um, he put her in the car when it was all over, and said he was taking her to her parents' house. And then the last thing he said to her was. I admire your strength and your courage, and I wish we could have met under different circumstances. And he told her to, when she gets out, count to ten. So that's oh. how she ended up on the uh, in the alley and then walking to her house. Yeah. Now, the lawyer says he immediately believed her because her emotion was genuine and yeah. her body language was genuine. So if you were going one way, maybe that helps you change your mind. Again, national news. Every article about this episode, this story had hoax at the top. <laughs> Kidnapping, hoax, liars, Gone Girl. God. Gone Girl must have just been come out. I think, yes, I think so. Um, <coughs> the lawyer calls the Vallejo police and asks for a sexual exam, like a sex uh, whatever rape kit. Yeah, rape. Uh huh. And 2014 Gone Girl. Yep. But and they said, "Oh well, we'll think about it." But in the meantime, just tell her not to take a shower. Okay. <laughs> Let me just not take a. Sh- She's already taking a shower. What does and it matter? Then, then she. They said, "By the way, tell your client that whoever confesses that this is a hoax first gets immunity from the crimes." <laughs> I mean, they are just so <laughs> professional. <sighs> this this guy that was this, um, I want to say sheriff, but like this chief that was over all this name was Matthew Mustard. Oh, well, there's your first <laughs> red flag, Colonel Mustard. Now, Aaron and Denise have not seen each other yet because this is all happening so quick. And Aaron is so confused by now. He at first was like, Am I going crazy? Am I having a psychotic break? Is this like they made him seem like he was such a liar that he was like questioning his sanity? Well, that's what it, that's what it does. Interrogation does. Yes. And and it's so wild. Yes. False confessions. That's what they do. When Denise gets found, he said that he started to doubt her. She was like, he was like, did she set this up? Did she? Set up her own kidnapping because I, uh, you know, so yeah, the text, yeah, 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 yeah. cheated on her. So then he kind of started doubting Denise. They try to turn them against each other. Oh man! But right when he starts doing that, on March 26, the San Diego or Francisco, I forgot which San we're in. Yeah, one of the Sands. Chronicle receives another email, and it's from the kidnapper. And he was pissed. Because he didn't get credit? He wanted credit oh! for the day. He was like, uh, um, this is, uh, this was so prepared. Like, I was so organized. Clearly and not. And they were like, he was like, how dare you accuse them of their own kidnapping? Here's what? pictures of <laughs> the goggles. Here's pictures of where she was held. Here's my infrared lights that they said that they had. Like, Why are you trying to get caught? 
Go just go kidnap somebody else. Just go kidnap, go kidnap the person you were supposed to kidnap in the he first place. He wanted his credits. He wanted, or they wanted their credits. Um, and they confessed to other crimes in the California area and how it started off with like petty theft, and they escalated to kidnap and ransom and left their name Ocean's Eleven's Gentlemen's Club. <laughs> Three men. This email came while Denise was being questioned, so they know Denise didn't send it, okay? Um, but they still didn't investigate the email. They didn't oh, try to look yeah. for us. We didn't get the email. Went to my spam folder. They just went on we went to, to junk the, mail. I didn't get it. Just yet. They just went on to, you know, their next case. And in the next couple of months, Denise and Aaron were terrorized. Emails. Text message, phone calls. Oh, you're yeah. A fake, you're a hate, phony. Hate, hate, and hate. Aaron, like, was going to get fired any day from his job because it brought his job bad publicity, and it was just Ugh. horrible. Ugh. But then, oh. in Dublin, California, there was another home robbery. Oh, no. A 911 call came in, and a woman said that Somebody had broke into her house. They had infrared lights. They had on swimsuits and masks. And her husband was fighting with one right now. So the police come. But when the police come, the robbers were gone. Oh, must, have ho- the, must be another hoax. Must They must didn't have on swim shoes with Mm-mm. their uh, nope. flippers with their swim <laughs> shoes. <laughs> so the head, okay. The husband was hit in the head. He got hit in the head with like a mag light flashlight. So he had wounds. Oh, no. Um, and now this is in Dublin. So this is nowhere near Vallejo. This is like hours and hours and hours and hours away. Yeah. Okay. So that, yeah. So during the struggle, the robber lost his cell phone. It was left behind in the house. So now they had proof that somebody was in there. And they had their cell phone. And the cell phone was traced back to a woman in California that said it belonged to her son, Matthew Mahler. Matthew Mahler was a Marine Corps sergeant. Oh, Marine. You had me at Marine. He graduated summa cum laude at a college in California. He was going to Harvard Law. He went to Harvard Law School. He was an immigration lawyer. He got married, had kids, but was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, started fucking shit up, stole money, was disbarred, and his life fell apart after that. So he, like, was um, Harvey Specter off suits. Oh! And then, like, fell down, 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 down. He was the leader of the pack. He was living in their family cabin in South Lake Tahoe. So, introduce Misty Caruso. She was a cop turned detective the very next day. And so, she, this was her last day of being like a whatever regular police person. Mm-hmm. She was going to be a detective upgraded the next day. Upgraded to something. So, yeah. yeah, upgraded to detective. And they were like, hey, here's a case. Start a day early. So she goes and 
to the house where Matthew Muller is staying in Tahoe. It was trashed. They search the house. In the house, they find ski masks, stun guns, a bunch of laptops, zip ties, duct tape, swimmer's goggles with duct tape over them. Um, And one of the goggles had blonde hair attached to it. Okay? Oh, no. None of the people, like the people that just called 911, the, the reason why they're doing this investigation is the 911 that just happened, right? They didn't have blonde hair. So Misty, a woman, it takes a woman, right? She was DTF. She was like, there has to be other victims. Nobody in this house had blonde hair, so they've done this before. Plus, look at all these laptops, right? So she decided to dig deeper and dig deeper. And the car that was parked outside was a Mustang, and it was reported stolen. Oh, my gosh. She tracked it down to a college student in Vallejo, California, that reported his car missing. This college student was like, yeah, my car went missing the same night of that kidnapping hoax that's been all over the news. <laughs> she, had, she knew nothing about it. And she looked up the kidnapping hoax, and she saw that Denise and Aaron's story was identical to the Dublin story. So she called Vallejo police, and they everything but hung the phone this up on bitch her. Better g- yeah. She was like, I think I have some information about that kidnapping and like situation that you said Shut was up, a bitch. hoax. And they would not come down there. She would, they would not like return their calls. Like they ignored her because not only are they about to prove you're wrong, a woman's about to prove you wrong. Her first fucking day on the job. Oh, hell. If she would have had a penis, it'd be fine. Badass Misty. So they have, so then the Vallejo police finally show up and they see all the evidence. And so then they call Denise and Naren and they're like, hey, we found your kidnapper. They're like, what? You didn't think there's a kidnapper? Oh, I thought I was. I thought I did it I all. I, I thought did I did it. it. Yeah, I, thought I thought I kidnapped I myself. I thought I kidnapped myself and my boyfriend. They had. Um, and you didn't find her. Missy found him. Yeah, Missy did not find him. So in his house, one of those laptops was Aaron's. That blonde hair was Denise's, and the Mustang that they found that was stolen had program gps coordinates to the alley where misty was dropped off so this is the easiest case to crack <laughs> and they were like because eh, they couldn't like even consider it a case no i gotta charge my car sorry so the lawyers together aaron's lawyer and denise's lawyer decided to do their own press conference oh good and they had aaron and denise behind them and they basically were like, this was not a hoax. We have found the person. He has been arrested. His name is Matthew Mahler. And everything that they said has been backed up by evidence. Oh, my god! Matthew was charged. The Vallejo Police Department, nor the city, never apolog- publicly apologized. They never did a conference to retract their statement. They 
did write a letter. Oh, great. That's wonderful. And, and signed it. <laughs> with, a, with a stamp <laughs> sign or probably. some bullshit. But that's it. Nothing. They did. No, that's nothing. Great. They sued, of course, <laughs> the police department, the city, everybody. Good. And got $2.5 million. Should have got more. of character. Should have got more. And on March 16th, two years after all this happened, Matthew Mahler pled guilty and was sentenced to 40 years. And then because I think it's multiple areas, there was like two different trials. Oh, and another one yeah. was 31 years. Another sentence. Damn. Robbery, burglary, forcible rape, and kidnapping. Murders don't even get that no, <laughs> like that's a lot. But I'm I'm shocked, especially in California, in California, that you didn't get 10 months probation or something <laughs> like what? And OK, is that are you done? Well, OK, because I have a question. I, yes, <clears throat> I still have a question that I could not find. But so Denise wrote a book about all of this. It's called Victim F because she had got like copy of like the statements and the police reports. They never referred to her by name, and maybe they never do. She was victim F for female and then victim M for female. And then later on, it turned into suspect F and suspect M. Oh, so damn, it's called no. Victim F from Victim to Suspect is what her book is called. Her and Aaron got married <gasps> in 2018. Did. And they had a little girl that was born on – the five-year anniversary. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, how the fuck do you plan that? Oh, hell. Her lawyers, both of their lawyers were at the wedding, and so was Misty Caruso, and her lawyer married them, was the official, whatever, not the priest, but the other person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and DTF, like, um, cop, Misty, detective that solved all of this. the flower girl. Was the flower girl. Basically. Yeah. I thought this and this may be a I thought this was the story where they kidnapped the wrong girl and they were they were meaning to kidnap the fiance because she had money yes okay yes but yes. they never said the fiance's name all they like and all and okay, all but it's the same story. The yeah, because I think they were like they like messed up, and they were like, "Oh hell, we got done got the wrong girl. We thought there was this girl who had the money, yeah, like all the money, and then maybe they she could... used to live there with Aaron. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had yeah, just yeah. moved all her stuff out. They had just broke up. Where did I hear this originally? But I heard it so a there's while a ago. Time. There's this was a tw this was a 2020 like in 2021. It came on. Okay, the episode was called Taken. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, I love whenever you tell the stories, and then I'm it slowly like, comes back. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like, yeah. So my brain works, <laughs> just not very well, but it does work. It works. Oh my gosh. Uh, On that 2020, Aaron said he still feels guilty for doubting Denise even for a second, and he cried when he said that. Okay, well, Aaron, get over it. I You're mean, everybody in the world doubted everybody, her. Just, everybody thought that shit was a hoax. Here's my question. She clear. They clearly said multiple people were in the house. 
the videotape said, or the listening thing said, we're a group of three men, but only one person was arrested. So, yeah. did he he did he just not roll over on his team, or was he creating the story of three men? Oh. Well, I'm sure the police didn't investigate that shit because they no, there, just wrote there was, a letter. So there's nothing else about other suspects, about other potential suspects. Just, I guess he's Ocean's Eleven Gentleman's Club. What, so what a creative name. <laughs> really? When did that come out? Did that come out around that time? Probably. Like, and then did they base this? No, because they wouldn't have ever known the situation. Anyways, that's that's my Gone Girl story that Carly Russell inspired. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I totally forgot about that story, and it's it's yeah. It's not it's not believable at all. Like I would, I don't, I wouldn't have been shitty to them to oh, their face. Yeah. But as soon as I walked out that interview room, I'd be like, "This bitch is lying. <laughs> he is lying. He killed her. She's dead in the truck. Ah, <laughs> she in the truck." But even, um, I don't know. And she didn't even seem like a hard person to feel sorry for. You know, sometimes there's those hard people that you just, no matter what happens, you just don't feel sorry for them. Yeah. She she seemed genuine in the 2020 episode. Yeah. So did he. Their eyes were red from crying or they got high. Yeah. Yeah, they probably smoked the bitch. Yeah. Smoked <laughs> the bitch. <laughs> like, like business. We was on the bitch. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. If you don't know about the bitch, you better go listen to that Patreon episode. <laughs> this is wild. Oh, oh my goodness. Gosh. Hey, I don't have my phone. Are we, will you shout out the new? We'll sh- we'll do the next episode. We keep putting them off. Ugh. We just shout out the new Patreon. Yeah, we don't care about you. Actually, I'm just kidding. We love y'all. We just can't remember to do everything. We just have a lot of. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. There's UFOs. There's businesses. Um, you know, Julie A. Mikkel Furman, Robin Collier, Cheryl Crenshaw, Julie Simpson, Heather. How many did That's we do, it. Heather? Yeah. yeah. Yay! Yay! Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. Okay, y'all. This is it. We will see y'all next week. Um, and that's it. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Goodbye. Everybody has a story worth telling. I'm Corey Duncan. On Best Story Ever, I take guests that you know through their most unique and captivating stories. The best part? I hear the story for the first time when you do. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Find Best Story Ever on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos.
Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the the Cover Cover Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure, for <laughs> sure. You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You, you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it it's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.